Talk Radio. Further escalation of the war, whether by accident or design, threatens all of humanity. Raising the alert of Russian nuclear forces is a bone-chilling development. The prospect of nuclear conflict, once unthinkable, is now back within the realm of possibility. Bare minimum, this is how you get a massive war with hundreds of thousands of dead Western and, and Russian troops. And so this is the very scenario, scenario number two, that most international and intelligence agency uh, war games and, and Defense Department war games show will trigger nuclear war. Number one is Pakistan and India. Number two is the Ukrainian situation called the uh, NATO-Ukraine-Russia war scenario that kills a billion people on the low end. And then the third scenario is the South China Sea-Taiwan-Hong Kong uh, crisis uh, being kicked off there that could happen between Vietnam and the Philippines against China. Anything could kick it off where we already see skirmishes going on overall. Uh, these drilling rigs in the South China Sea and other areas, the artificial islands the Chinese are building. So that's where the world is right now. That's the reality. So when you see leftists calling for war, and when you see right-wingers calling for war and all this idiocy, you know the old saying, World War III will be fought with nuclear weapons, World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham suggesting the Russian people get rid of him. You need to take this guy out by any means uh, possible. Putin is trying to bake the trap so that uh, we go in, and that's the beginning, could be the beginning of World War III. Uh, Putin totally irresponsible using weapons that are not allowed under the Geneva Convention. Putin, who uh, threatens using chemical weapons, um, nuclear, and the rest. So myself, when I see that, that those tanks, that 40 miles of tanks, I'd like to take out those tanks. I mean, I, I think that they're a couple of them having more planes might be useful, but that I'm not a, a military strategist. And uh, Russia now announcing they're likely to ban exports of wheat and oats and uh, buckwheat and, and other grains all the way through June 30th. And that's on top of, of course, Ukraine banning the exports of all those grains and Hungary banning exports of wheat. Why is this happening? Because these countries know that there's a global shortage and that they have to protect their domestic supply. Now, China was very smart about this strategically. They bought up grain supplies around the world over the last, let's say, eight months or so. They're sitting on about 18 months of wheat right now. But the United States does not have really a strategic grain supply. We're going to be facing severe shortages and price inflation in the grocery stores, hitting the U.S. in the second half of this year, accelerating from about August all the way through the end of the year. But I think what we're going to see in the United States is that the prices will get so high on not only grains, but then meat and dairy and eggs, because all of those products come from animals that are fed the grains. So most of the grains in the world are actually grown to feed animals, not to feed people. And so we're going to see huge increases in meat prices beyond what we've seen already. So flash mobs are going to start looting grocery stores in, in huge numbers and stealing the meat primarily. But just the food rationing, they will have to implement food rationing passports, which is a mark of the beast system to verify your identity. It might be a face scan, an iris scan, a thumbprint scan, or maybe just your mobile phone that's tied to your identity. 
there's going to be more stimulus money handed out and the money to buy groceries. There are going to be at least 10 million more Americans put on food stamps. Eventually, maybe in 23 or 24, they'll say that if you want to buy food under the food rationing system, you must use the central bank digital dollar control system. And that's how they're going to starve people into the mark of the beast Federal Reserve crypto system controlled by the government. So they're going to say we're terrorists and we're Russian sympathizers. Okay, so this is all a a way to internationally take over, create a global crisis on the heels of the police state already set up under COVID-19 and now just roll that in to outline their opposition. So this is banking technocratic fifth, sixth generational warfare, economic against the people. It's called the Great Reset Build Back Better. Infowars.com Frontline Report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Alex Jones Show, this wartime broadcast brought to you live from the Infowars World Headquarters here in Austin, Texas. I'm Harrison Smith, sitting in momentarily for Alex Jones. He is in the building. He's taking care of some legal stuff right now, but he will be taking over just as soon as possible. But for now, let me give you a little a little outlook as to how close we are to nuclear annihilation, how close to the precipice we are before taking that plunge off the cliff that will destroy all of humanity. It's, uh, it's not looking good, folks. Before I do that, let me tell you, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're, you're wearing green. If not, I hope you get pinched. Okay, now's the time for celebrating the glorious work of one of the most powerful evangelists that Christianity ever saw. And it's worth taking a a quick moment to tell you the story of St. Patrick, because it's a great source of inspiration for what we're doing here in the Infowar. St. Patrick was from Britain. He was a part of a uh, a Romanized British family. His father was a deacon in the church, but as a young man, he was captured and taken to Ireland, which was at the time completely pagan, where he was kept as a slave, and he was abused as a slave, and he lived a life as a slave until he got a vision from God that told him, your boat's here, your ride is waiting, it's time for you to escape. And trusting his vision, he went to the coast and found a ship waiting there, took him to England, where again, his troubles were not over. He was captured multiple times. He eventually made it back to his family. And now think about this. Put yourself in the mindset of a freed slave who's escaped bondage in Ireland, has escaped the pagans. You've, you've made it out. You live in a comfortable life with your family now. What would compel somebody to give up that life, go back into the land where he was enslaved, not to extract uh, retribution, not to enact some revenge fantasy on the people who abused him, but to gift those people with the truth? to tell them the gospel, to convert them to Christianity, to perform miracles for them, and to better their life. Well, St. Patrick was that man, and his writings have had unbelievable positive effects the world over. And he almost single-handedly converted the entire country of Ireland to Christianity. That's an info warrior, folks. That's, That's a single man with nothing but the words that he uses and the truth that he's expressing 
changing the destiny of an entire nation and in a way the entire world. It's a man who is freed from bondage and yet doesn't hate those who enslaved him, but did help to bring about the abolition of that entire institution in that country, to change the way that they lived in a way that there were no slaves anymore. He freed all of the slaves by doing that. Of course, he drove out the snakes as well, another, uh, a number of other uh, legendary figures. And of course, he's a, known as sort of a Catholic saint because of the Catholic uh, nature and attitude of, of Ireland. But this was before the schism. I mean, this was back when it was a single unified church. And it's just an incredible story. And it's not some time for you to, you know, put on a green top hat and go get blackout drunk at some party. I mean, it is that too. <laughs> it's, nobody's, nobody's saying don't have fun. But there's a reason that we celebrate these certain holidays. There's a reason that there are certain people in history that we extol and celebrate above others. And again, it's not because they were funny little leprechauns. It's because they went up against the grain. They did something that seemed unbelievable, was certainly inadvisable, and yet they succeeded because they had the truth and God on their side. And the effects that they've had on the world have been unbelievably positive. So happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. And hopefully we can take inspiration from that legendary figure, as we engage in our own info war and try to free our own persecutors from the slavery that they themselves uh, are trapped in and impose on others. And somebody needs to point this stuff out. Somebody needs to celebrate what the church is supposed to be teaching, because I'll tell you, somebody who's not doing that, a little man named Pope Francis. The story can be found at Infowars.com. Pope Francis warns, Final catastrophe could extinguish human race. I suggest Pope Francis ask himself a question. Is that what the Bible says? That's not really what the Bible says, is it? No, the Bible actually promises uh, to avoid this type of fate. But maybe he's not so worried about putting forward Christianity as he is about putting forward the Great Reset, New World Order control paradigm that he seems so eager to participate in. Pope Francis warns that the escalation of the conflict in Ukraine could lead to a final catastrophe that would extinguish the human race. Speaking during his weekly address, the Pope said humanity would have to start from scratch in the event of a thermonuclear war, saying, quote, Our imagination appears increasingly concentrated on the representation of a final catastrophe that will extinguish us. And whether it's climate change or the death of democracy or the conflict in Ukraine, everything in the mainstream media, has to be portrayed as an existential crisis because it's not about presenting you with the facts and the truth of the situation so you can come to an informed decision into how you want your political representatives to behave and face the challenges that we're up against. They have to force you into an emotional do-or-die, this-is-it-the-walls-are-crumbling-down panic mode So you override your logic center and you're willing to do things and willing to allow things that you would never be willing to do or allow in a more stable state of mind. So, of course, everything has to be a total catastrophe. Of course, climate change isn't something that's happening that we can take measures to mitigate while at the same time focusing on environmental uh, concerns such as not putting in plastics into the food and water, not using things like atrazine to poison our very food supply. Like, there are things that we could be doing. We could be treating the climate and ecology in a reasonable way, but they don't want that. No, they want you to have a tracker on your phone that determines how much carbon you're taking and how much carbon you're worth. They want you not to be able to drive a car 
anymore and certainly not be able to fill your car up with gas. See, they have their own agenda that they want to pursue, and you probably wouldn't be into that agenda unless, of course, they frame it as, well, you just want everybody to die if you go against us. See, this is now it's an existential crisis. Now we're panicking. Now we're imposing this mental illness on children and young people by telling them it's your fault. The world is dying and it's your fault. It's all your fault. And it's because you're alive. It's because you exist. It's because you have children. You are killing the earth and you have to take any measures and go to any extremity to prevent what you have caused, forcing you into this mindset where you're willing to do things and allow things that you never would otherwise. And so, of course, the latest with this is the war in Ukraine. And it's another one of these distractions. You could call it a distraction if you want. That's a distraction in one way, but in the other way, you got to keep your eye on it. And this is what we said before Russia invaded Ukraine. We would be talking about the fact that Russia was lining people up on the border of Ukraine. and People would say, stop talking about that. It's a distraction. They're distracting us from COVID. They're distracting us from the immigration collapse. They're distracting us from uh, the fact they're now calling misinformation domestic terror. And yes, they are distracting us from all that. They'd rather not have us talk about that. But at the same time, we said it's a distraction that they could activate at any time. It's a distraction for now, but it's also a threat that you have to actually take seriously and pay attention to. So that's what's happening here with Ukraine is, yes, there's a lot of very intense talk meant to force you into a state of fear. Fear is the mind killer, right? That's how they take advantage of you. That's how they know psychologically. This is all, a, this is all one big psyop, right? This is a psychological operation to force you into a mindset where they can take advantage of you. And uh, that is what they're doing with all this talk of nuclear war. But at the same time, the people in power with their fingers on that big red button are the ones saying this. So it's a distraction that could very, very rapidly become real and actually cause the devastation that they themselves seem so eager to bring about. I mean, after all, what do they want? Depopulation. They want America to no longer be the preeminent power in the world. They want all of this stuff that would come about even more rapidly should we be involved in some major war. And so once again, just like COVID-19, just like so many other seemingly random disasters, all of the outcomes, it's your classic uh, problem, reaction, solution paradigm. They bring about these catastrophes. They bring about COVID. They inoculate you with the fear. Then they bring about the vaccine passports and the digital ID and everything they wanted anyway. They're doing the same thing with Ukraine, only this time we're in the danger of uh, nukes flying. We'll get into that more. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith, sitting in momentarily for Alex Jones. He is in the building and eager, I know, to tackle some of the amazing headlines from today. So he will be uh, replacing me uh, very shortly. No need to worry. I'm as, I'm as eager as you are to tune into The Alex Jones Show uh, to see Alex Jones uh, break down some of the bombshell information that's been revealed today. Uh, so that will be happening very soon. In the meantime, know that you can support everything we do here by going to InfoWarsStore.com. And of course, now more than ever, we are under massive attack with more and more coming down the pipe. We need your help to stay afloat. I've said it many times. I mean, this is, this is like an army on the march. The morale is high. The, the legion is willing, but whether we have that supply chain backing us up, that is our limiting factor. That's what determines how far we go. We are, you know, the, if we're a car, then the engine is great. The, the wheels are at full pressure. The foot is on the gas pedal, pressing it to the floor. The only thing that determines how far we go is how much gas is in the tank. And uh, it's entirely up to you. I hope that you can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com right now. You get 25% off some of our best-selling products that they won't last long, but they're now back in stock and 25% off. Take advantage of the sales now if you can. Vitamin D3 with calcium gummies. Uh, are available in 25% off. These are back in stock. These sell out fast because who doesn't love gummies and who doesn't love getting your daily dose of vitamin D3 with all the incredible health benefits that it has even more. They're figuring out on almost a daily basis, it seems. If you just search vitamin D, you see new and new, uh, more and more new articles uh, discussing what a powerful supplement this is for your daily life. And you can get the highest quality at the best price by going to InfoWarsStore.com. And best of all, it is a 360 win where you're funding us as well. Now, let's get into uh, Ukraine and what's going on there. I've got good news and bad news about Ukraine. The good news is it looks like there may be a peaceful solution on the horizon. It looks like the peace talks are finding compromise, and we may be able to see an end to this war without it spiraling into a worldwide global conflict. That's the good news. The bad news is our country and the Western world is run by psychopaths who are very eager to use the justification of war to bring about all sorts of nefarious plans that they wanted to do anyway. That's the bad news. Okay, good news. We might be coming to an end of this. Bad news, we're run by psychopaths. So, of course, the news that came out yesterday that I know Alex dug 
quite a bit into was that the secret U, uh, secret USA CIA training program in Ukraine was exposed by an exclusive at Yahoo News. They helped Kiev prepare for Russian invasion, quietly admitting to the fact that we had been arming and training paramilitary groups in Ukraine for you know, a little under a decade there, which uh, really reminds you of nothing more than Afghanistan, right? I was saying during American Journal, wouldn't it be just the most symbolic thing to have like a remake of Rambo? Because obviously Hollywood is completely creatively bankrupt at this point, so they can't come up with their new stories. They got to take advantage of name recognition from successful intellectual property of the past. So maybe they'll remake Rambo. This time it'll be a, a trans woman playing Rambo, obviously. We got we to get that Oscar bid. And maybe at the beginning, it'll have a, a nice little note saying, you know, this film is dedicated to the brave freedom fighters of the Azov Battalion, right? Just like they had the Mujahideen in the early 1980s. It's just we're, we're reliving everything again. All the media is regurgitating and all of our foreign policy is a regurgitation. So can't you see now, best case scenario in Ukraine, 10, 20 years from now, we have to go to war with the Nazi battalions that we have armed that are trained and armed with our weapons by our deep state. Can't you just see this becoming another Afghanistan in the same way that we funded the Mujahideen and Osama bin Laden to defeat the Soviet incursion of Afghanistan way back in the day? It's just, it's a groundhog day of terror. So that was some of the, some of the latest news there, revealing that uh, we have in fact been, you know, had, had, our, had our own little uh, involvement in the collapse of Ukraine and the coming about of this war. But nevertheless, Russia and Ukraine, according to Sergei Lavrov, are close to agreeing on neutral status, a peace deal under which Ukraine abandons its NATO aspirations in return for Russian withdrawal and Western security guarantees appears to inch closer on Wednesday, even as Vladimir Putin's troops are accused of killing people queuing for bed in a nor- uh, bread in a northern Ukrainian city. Lavrov says the negotiations are not easy for obvious reasons, but nevertheless, there is some hope of reaching a compromise. Neutral status is now being seriously discussed, seriously, along, of course, with security guarantees, which would be nice. Wouldn't this be nice? And it's one of the striking things that you notice if you listen to the Senate hearing with Victoria Newland or, or any other hearing or government meeting about Ukraine, never once... Does it even enter into conversation what the goals of America are here? That peace could actually be an option on the table? Like, it doesn't even enter into the conception of the people in power that expanding this out, that encouraging this war, that sending more weapons and more people and no-fly zones and airplanes, like, is that the best idea? It's not even in their calculus. It's not a component of the algorithm they're running. They don't care. They have their own agenda. They have their own ideas about what can be gained from this conflict. Never once is the actual condition of the Ukrainian people even enter into conversation. You have like Victoria Newland. Listen to the questions they asked her. It was like, first it was like, how do we use this war to crack down on cryptocurrencies? Since we know cryptocurrency is having an effect in this war. Can we crack down on those? How can we funnel more money to our weapons manufacturers in order to send weapons to Ukraine? How can we use this to bring about digital ID and, and, and other things like that? Why are you undermining our attempt to install a puppet president in Venezuela by contacting them? 
It's like, does anybody want to ask about the people of Ukraine? Anybody want to say, hey, do we want peace or war here? Like, can we actually talk about this? Can we figure this out? What our goal is doesn't even enter into the conversation. They have their own prerogatives and priorities, and they have nothing to do with the American people, the Ukrainian people, the Russian people, or anybody other than themselves. And it's a very dangerous game they're playing, a dangerous game of chicken that we are currently involved in. The possibility of nuclear exchange has not just been talked about. It's been brought into reality with Russia upping its nuclear readiness to the second highest level, just under the actual launching of nukes. And according to Sergei Lavrov, the uh, foreign spokesman, foreign minister of Russia, he says, quote, if the West thinks Russia will step back, it does not understand Russia. In other words, they will not be bullied out of this. They will not submit to this just because Amazon and McDonald's and Coca-Cola decide to pull out of their country. They have goals that they think are in line with their national interests, and they will be pursuing them regardless of anything that, uh, you know, some, some limp-wristed weirdo at the State Department has to say. And again, the good news is, according to uh, Slovenia's prime minister, who visited Zelensky in the Ukrainian capital on Tuesday evening, she told the Guardian that a draft framework was being worked on with Ukrainian's president willing to change the country's constitution to drop hopes of NATO membership. Now, that's a key component of Russia's demand. So again, this could be over. War could be over if you want it. There could be a peaceful solution, and we could let the dust settle and folks on the people actually trying to enslave this world in a technocratic control system of absolute domination. But the American authorities, they're not going to let that happen so easily. I'll tell you about it on the other side. The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. Let's go ahead. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I have sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Thomas Jefferson. Wow, what a brilliant quote to start with. Welcome back, folks. This is The Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith sitting in for Alex Jones, who uh, will be joining us momentarily. We'll be joining you. I'll be with you sitting and watching Alex Jones uh, in just a few minutes. No need to worry about that. I've sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility over all forms 
of tyranny over the minds of man. It's, uh, it's an appropriate quote for this info war, as we have tried to explain over and over. Essentially, the people in power want you to either allow them to do things or, preferably, they want your active participation in things that you would never choose to do normally. If you had all the information, if you had the full knowledge of what brought the conditions about that you're now reacting to and what the results of the policies that they're proposing are, you would never go along with this sort of stuff. So how do they get you to go along with it since we don't live in a communist or Nazi-style authoritarianism where they can just beat you if you disagree like they have to manipulate your mind so the way they do that is they manipulate perception they control what information you know and how it's presented to you in order to convince you to do things that you otherwise would never do and then if you're still not happy with what they're doing they'll just medicate you and then you'll be happy whether you like it or not that's the promise of the great reset that's the promise of as Aldous Huxley put it the ultimate revolution the revolution beyond which all other revolutions will be impossible, and that is the ultimate goal of the people in power in our country to bring about this situation where expressing dissent to their demands is inconceivable, not possible, not able to happen, let alone be spread on big tech or mainstream media. And so, of course, as they approach any catastrophe, whether it's natural, whether they brought it about, their concern is not how to rectify the situation, not how to best serve the people that they supposedly represent, but it's how to use these situations to their own ends to carry out their own agenda. And that is becoming overwhelmingly obvious, more and more so, as we're introduced to yet another world-threatening catastrophe in Ukraine, once again brought on at least in some part by our own deep state military activities in foreign countries, yet another example of foreign intervention along the same lines we've seen in Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, Libya, and a dozen other countries before that inevitably results in the reduction of American power overseas, the bankruptcy and uh, restriction of our rights here at home, and the enrichment of those who are pulling the strings. So, of course, uh, it looks like we may be on the cusp of peace here. We may be on the precipice of a diplomatic solution to the conflict in Ukraine. As they say on both sides, that they're inching closer and closer to a compromise and agreement that would put a stop to the Russian aggression and allow Ukraine to once again be a nation free from foreign influence, either from Russia or from the West. And the UN Security Council is set to vote on this on Friday. It's a Russia-proposed piece of uh, UN legislation. The UN Security Council is due to vote on Friday on a Russian-drafted call for aid, access, and civilian protection in Ukraine. But diplomats say the measure is set to fail because it does not push for an end to fighting or withdrawal of Russian troops. Of course, the people in power aren't very interested in bringing this war to an end. They're interested in profiting from it and continuing it as long as possible or as long as necessary to bring about a digital world ID and whatever else they have in mind. As you see here, U.S. is pressuring India, China, and Egypt over Russia. This one's again, according to Sergei Lavrov, according to the Russian foreign, prime, uh, foreign minister, rather. The U.S. is putting pressure on China, Turkey, and a number of other countries due to their cooperation with Russia, saying, quote, it's just the rudeness that is erupting from Washington. I don't know. It's beyond. 
he said, commenting on U.S. actions against other countries in a TV interview. It's even more striking that this kind of blackmail is used against such ancient civilizations as China, India, Egypt, and the demands were made on the same Turks. Saying this is a fateful moment, an uh, epical moment, uh, an epochal moment. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, <laughs> but you get it. A moment of uh, change, a, tr- uh, a crucible in the history of humanity, because it reflects the battle in the broadest sense of the word and how the world order will look, he said in an interview with RBC TV channel. And I said on, on American Journal, this really just reminds me of how the American regime treats individuals. They treat countries in the same way. In the same way that if you aren't not just in line and accepting of their narrative and their ideology and their agenda, you have to actually actively participate in it. And if you don't, then you're an enemy. Then you're hurting them somehow. How dare you be, be on the side of the enemy? If you're not with us, you're with the terrorist. I mean, we've been through this all before. 30 years ago, 20 years ago, the Iraq war. I mean, we, we've seen all of this. I thought we would have woken up at this point. And it's nice, isn't it, being on the right side of history, knowing that when those conflicts were going down, we here at InfoWars, Alex Jones, and those who listened to him, such as myself at the time, weren't taken in by the claims of patriotism, by the people that got us into those endless war conflicts. Isn't it nice to know that we were right about that and that we're right about this as well? As again, we warn against the foreign intervention and manipulation of other countries by our elites for their own benefit. But hey, what the American people want, eh, not really reflected in what the politicians do. In fact, it took them months and months to send you a $600 check of your own money during the COVID pandemic. They were incapable of scraping together a couple million dollars to build the wall at the southern border or boost our border defenses. They just, they just can't do it. They're trying. They can't come to a to a compromise. You know, ah, the negotiations are stalling. It's all you know bureaucratic mumbo jumbo that sounds like it's it. You know, they're just they're really trying so hard to do these things. They just can't. Uh, but then when it comes to war, suddenly it's super easy. Suddenly it's it's five minutes in and out. Uh, Eight hundred million dollars done. Blank check. Write it. Sign the American people's name to it and send it off to whoever. Who cares, right? (laughs) Nazis, Islamic terrorists, like it doesn't matter. It's war. It goes into the pockets of our warmongers, of the those great American corporations making weapons for all occasions. So write the blank check. No problem. Easy as pie when it comes to spending your money on waging war overseas. Let's go now to clip number three here. This is Joe Biden announcing an additional $800 million in security aid to Ukraine. And it's clearly helped Ukraine inflict dramatic losses on Russian forces. On Saturday, my administration authorized another $200 million to keep a steady flow of weapons and ammunition moving to Ukraine. Now I'm once again using my presidential authority to activate an additional security assistance to continue to help Ukraine fend off Russia's assault. An additional $800 million in assistance. That brings the total of new U.S. security assistance to Ukraine to $1 billion just this week. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just unimaginable that's money just signed away the flick of a wrist. Your money, by the way. Did I mention that? It's your money. It's not theirs. They don't have any money. No, it's all your money. It's your 
pockets they're going into to fund endless warfare overseas as they continue to do without break, it seems. All I know is I'm very proud to be a part of an organization that has always stalwartly and intelligently stood against the warmongering of this country and will continue to do it and will continue to probably be right about this sort of stuff. And I hope that you can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. I'll tell you, I'm all in. I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I was the American Journal in the mornings. Hope you tune into that too. But, you know, there's no, there's no, I'm, I'm not going to join Fox News, right? There's no other option for me. Just like there's no other option for Alex Jones or Owen Schroyer, anybody else that works at InfoWars. We'll go down with this ship or we'll stay afloat and we'll take on the ar- armadas of the globalist and we'll have victory after victory as long as we have you at our backs supporting us and carrying us through these trying times. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com, support us, get stuff you need. It's a 360 win. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new, faster-absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. With the world awakening, I think what's important that we rise to momentum right now, take advantage of this moment, and I have always an idea that something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, InfoWars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest out, or whatever. Brother, I'm so glad you called to elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall, or to put a sticker on your car, or banner hangs over highways and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, arrest arrest while swab. The vaccine is poison. There's tons of things. I say just keep it short. Keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci. Arrest Bill Gates. The COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris. In Atlanta, I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Zach, this is Crystal Palace. St. Norad has declared DEFCON 3. Scramble all alert aircraft. I repeat, scramble all alert aircraft. The Whopper spends all its time thinking about World War III. Target selection complete. Time on target sequence complete. 22 Typhoon-class submarines departing Petropavlovsk. Turning southbound at North Cap, bearing 095 degrees. Radar reports two unknown tracks are penetrating the Alaskan air defense zone. From the front lines of the information war. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. Are you prepared to destroy the enemy? You bet you. 
defending the republic from enemies foreign and domestic we'll keep control but we'll keep it here at the top where it belongs three two one impact shall we play a game how about global thermal nuclear war live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. All units confirm weapons targeted and ready, awaiting launch codes. We are in a launch mode. Do you really believe that the enemy would attack without provocation? If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. We're in. Russians are still denying everything, sir. We have a Soviet submarine launch detection. I wish I didn't know about any of this. I wish I was like everybody else. James Dunn. The only winning mood is not to play. Ladies and gentlemen, we are playing the game right now. We are caught in the jaws of what could easily become the end of civilization, perhaps all life on Earth as we know it. Alex Jones here back in the cockpit today. I want to thank the great host of American Journal, Harrison Smith, for sitting in. While I was here in the office working on some things that had to be dealt with that were so important and so serious that I could not be on air during the first hour and was in the office just next door. <sighs> Let's just talk cold turkey here. There is a worldwide financial collapse already initiated. The global cashless society is prepped and ready and already rolling out. And the controllers want to start big wars and, and, and economic crises that they can blame on what's about to happen so they can pose as the savior bringing in the new system, the World Cashless Society, social credit score, carbon tax. Emergency Thursday broadcast. Porp warns, Porp, Pope warns nuclear war imminent. Again, Emergency Thursday broadcast. Pope warns nuclear war imminent. Potential end of the world at hand as Hollywood global corporate press demand massive escalation of Western involvement in Ukraine. We're going to go over it all today. We have some big guests as well. Uh, I was out in California for three days, and it was the most over-the-top trip I've ever been on. Before that, it was California, the Bohemian Grove, that I infiltrated and got the footage of with Mike Hansen 22 years ago. That was the strangest thing I ever did. Uh, this trip topped it all, and a lot of it I'm not at liberty to get into or talk about. <laughs> uh, very interesting. And then the rest of it uh, we will break very, very soon. In fact, I might even just start breaking it today because it's going to be breaking it at any time. A lot of big stuff. A lot of big stuff happened. It was wild. And uh, <clears throat> definitely Hotel California. So that's, that's, that's going to be coming up. Uh, you know, I mean, I wish I could tell you all this stuff, folks. I wish I could tell you everything, but I can't. So just let me assure you that what we're talking about on this broadcast is the zeitgeist and everybody's watching and the left and the media can attack us and try to shut us down. And they have no idea that we, not just this broadcast, but all of you have transcended their new world order and that their whole system is already defeated. The question is, can they take us with them into the abyss? And that's really the big question. Separately, we can't just give up on life and roll over because of all the censorship, the attacks, the threats of nuclear war, the proxy wars, all the rest of it. Those of us that love God and love justice and love freedom have to know 
They want us to give up with the COVID lockdowns and give up being told we're not essential and give up on our children and our husbands and our wives and everybody else and basically go along with the system and just roll over and then let it give us the universal basic income produced and delivered uh, by robots. That's where this is all going. That will be nothing but a living hell and death. Everything we do must be becoming more human again, getting closer to nature again, but while simultaneously understanding and conquering technology as a shield and a sword against those using technology against us. So it's a double-edged operation in my view. And separately, I can tell you that it's a bittersweet thing with all these Democratic Party-funded lawsuits against us and the deplatforming and the attacks and the blackballing and the debanking and all of it that the, 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 the people involved mid-level and low-level think they're going to get money which doesn't exist in any large amounts. And the people on top think they're going to destroy and shut down InfoWars, and that's not going to happen either. But in the timetables and the things that are going on, we need to be focused on being on air and doing interviews and, and, and being sitting for important interviews to change world opinion and not be distracted by the globalists. And so to just keep this place operating with our own bandwidth, our own infrastructure, our own satellite uplinks, our own crew, our own everything, our own software had to be built. Everything was taken away. We had to build infrastructure for tens of millions of dollars that, and then millions to update it and upkeep it every quarter just to be able to go out and do what you see here across the country and across the world. So thank you for keeping us on air. But I got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at the tank on InfoWars almost empty, and then I've got a little reserve tank, and that's been taken down by one-third. And so if you ever were going to buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com, if you ever were going to go to InfoWarsStore.com where it says support and click on that and be a sponsor, make a donation, we'll put a link to the donation page in the live show feed under the video feed. If you were ever going to step up, because a lot of you have already stepped up many times, and I appreciate you, I'm talking to folks that have never bought a product, never given a donation, never spread a video, never supported the show. You're supporting yourself here. And this operation is critical to the future and where we're going. And I appreciate you all for your support. But I'm asking those that have never gotten a T-shirt or never gotten a book or a film or a shortwave radio or any of the products at InfoWarsStore.com, I'm asking you now to go there and buy the products because we haven't raised prices on products. And we haven't done a lot of things and I'm realizing our prices have gone up because of the inflation and because of the problems. So we're in a paradox where we bring in a lot of money, but most of it is the cost of the products. We brought on a few sponsors that are great, and they've got good product, but it's not up yet to the level to deal with our shortfalls, though it looks like the next few months it will be. So again, we're nip and tuck here. The real reason you should get our products is they're amazing uh, regardless and we have Vaso Beats that's so good for your cardiovascular system and your heart, and that's so important these days. It's back in stock, 40% off. Uh, and we have the Fizzy Magnesium, Double Magnesium, so good for your body, so good for post-workout and going to sleep at night. doesn't make you sleep, but it really makes your sleep better. Uh, just so much for your body. It's been sold out for eight months. It's 25% off. We also have the amazing vitamin D3, highest quality vitamin D3 gummies that taste great. Children love them. Adults love them. Everybody should get theirs, 25% off, InfoWarsStore.com. And Biotris Selenium sold out for like a year, I think. Uh, highest quality from the mustard seed, uh, vital in all electrochemical activity. It goes like a horse and carriage with iodine. 
And so if, if you have either one of those or both of those deficiencies, you're screwed. So it's just as important as iodine. It's back in stock, $17.95 at 40% off. You, you will not find any deal anywhere close to BioTrue Selenium because they got the synthetic selenium that's not even good for you. This is pure organic from the mustard seed, pure selenium. Uh, but uh, I would tell you, take the allowance of it. Don't take extra. It's powerful. It, it'll do amazing things for your body, uh, but it'll it act, it boost testosterone. So, men, if you take it, uh, you might get ready to say bye-bye to your hair if you take more than you're supposed to. So it's that powerful. Selenium is powerful. It's 40% off. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it really comes down to that. And you guys have done such a great job. And I'm so thankful for your word of mouth, your prayers, your financial support. But I'm literally running around not able to even do the show because I've got to go make sure this is transferred and that's done and call this sponsor and get that money. And I mean, do you want me spending half my time keeping the, the gas in the tank or do you want me driving the race car? If you'll just keep that tank closer to full, I don't have to make these pit stops and, you know, basically or blow an engine is the best way to describe it. You just pray for us. You spread the word and you just buy the products at InfoWarsTore.com. And baby, we're going to win this race, okay? We're in the pole position where there's smoke coming out and the gas tank's going down and you can magically fill that tank and I don't have to pull over. Because that's what getting sponsorship is, is pulling over. And it takes a lot of time and I would do that normally. And they're not going to shut jack crap down, by the way. We got the whole sponsorship model and so much more. It's just that the fight is so intense. I don't need to be at the ammo factory, to use a war analogy, loading up the ammunition for the peaceful revolution of information to fire the truth bombs and then fighting the combat on the front lines. I need the fuel now. For only 72 hours, our groundbreaking course that helps you break free of the globalist mind control matrix, Reset Wars, Mind Wars, Spirit Wars, is 50% off at ResetWars.com. There has been massive, unprecedented censorship at every level to block this information. The enemy knows it's powerful and wants to keep you in a psychological, spiritual prison. This gives you the tools to break out of that system. This points out the tools that God created and has already given you, but that most people forgot or never discovered. ResetWars.com right now has this course, seven hours long, for 50% off. And your purchase funds the info war, so it's a 360 win. The only way you fail is not taking action. This is the most important information I've ever put out. And it's available exclusively at ResetWars.com for 50% off for 72 hours. ResetWars.com. Some of this music. Some real poetry, if you know the German. Exactly how I feel.
Emergency Thursday broadcast. Hope warns nuclear war imminent. Potential end of the world at hand. As Hollywood, the global corporate press, demand massive escalation of Western involvement in Ukraine. All right, here we are. The COVID news is completely off the chart, but then the War World 3 information is so big, and then you've got Biden completely disintegrating on air. I mean, he was a joke three years ago as a candidate. He was a joke, you know, 14 months ago as stealing the election. He's up there talking about, well, every, every man or everybody knows somebody that's been caught in nude photos with children. I mean... <clears throat> Anybody knows about somebody that has dementia? Any of their dark secrets or weirdness is going to come to the surface. And how the establishment can continue to stick him in front of cameras, not knowing what's about to come out. I mean, if you thought corn pop and the blonde hair standing up and the black kids are like roaches, he said that, not me. If if you sit there and, and think that's crazy... Well, you don't know people with dementia. So he's somebody with dementia that they give methamphetamine to. His pupils are just jacked out. And he doesn't know what planet he's on. And let me tell you what's screwing up society and civilization. It really is drugs at the end of the day. I was out in California for one of the biggest podcasts out there. and I was hanging around with a very interesting, famous person. And because uh, I'm, I'm literally like an anthropologist. People ask I got asked in my uh, custody battle hearings you know, five years ago, how often you smoke marijuana? We hear you're a big drug addict. And I say about once a year, like a cultural thing, like a peace pipe. But it's so strong, I don't like it. Soros has funded you know, other groups making it weaponized. And they laughed at that then. They're not laughing now. People aren't laughing now. They, they know how strong it is. I smoked some pot when I was out in California, where it's legal. And uh, I still feel it two days later. Smoked it one time at one sitting. Was somebody whose initials start with an M and end with a... The point is, <laughs> it's going to be huge when it comes out. But I mean, I did it. Went in Rome as the Romans. And I am literally feel like marijuana felt in 1990 when I'd occasionally smoke it. You know, you take some cheerleader out on a date. She goes, let's smoke a joint before we go to the movie. You're like, I guess so. A few hits. Kind of feel like this. This is what marijuana in 1990 felt like two days later after I smoked it. I I feel like I just took hits of 1990 marijuana right now. But that's because I never take marijuana, so it hits me stronger. But but, the people that are on this stuff, you go to L.A., there is just plentiful weaponized marijuana, plentiful weaponized everything else everywhere, and fentanyl. And this is the chemical bio-attack to take down America and turn us into zombies. And I'm not judging the people. You know, you got to go in and be in amongst it all. You know, you, you got to bond with them so I could then have a national discussion uh, about this. But if I smoke pot like that every day, I'd be like these people. Hell, I feel like I'm ready to lie down on the side of the road and go to sleep for a couple of months right now. <laughs> I'm serious, folks. I took five hits off California weed and I can barely get up. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back live, broadcasting worldwide. I'm your host, Alex Jones. We have some very big guests joining us coming up today, including in the next segment. But we'll introduce that guest when he joins us. Let me just read you a couple of these headlines here for you today. Pope Francis warns final catastrophe, close quote, quote, could extinguish human race. I really should do the whole show on that because he's absolutely telling the truth. Meanwhile, White House not interested in World War III. But all their surrogates sure are. Ukraine President Zelensky calls on Biden to be the leader of peace by igniting World War III. And they ask Congress for more heavy weapons. And guess what Biden does? $800 million mainly in attack drones. They call them drones. They're cheap, inexpensive missiles that can loiter and then accelerate to 300 miles an hour and destroy large groups of people or machines. We've got a report on that coming up. They shipped in a bunch of the Switchblade drone. Is there a peace deal Putin and Zelensky can accept? And I agree with Rand Paul when he said, Putin miscalculated. Yeah, why did he miscalculate? Why did his Foreign Service FSB head, their, their, their CIA head, why did they tell them that, that, that everybody was going to surrender? Because let me tell you, if I knew that there were stay-behind networks there and that those stay-behind networks hadn't been compromised or paid off, that the Russians would be in big trouble, if I knew that, and I did, I told you, you know, the CIA's been over there training them since 2014 because I know folks that have been over there, but it's not even a secret, then you, you know Putin knew that or you knew the, 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 that the FSB knew. So, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe Putin didn't know. He sure as hell has arrested the head of the FSB Foreign Intelligence Service and his deputies and a bunch of others. How dangerous is that? And then this breaks yesterday, Yahoo News, exclusive secret CIA training program in Ukraine helped Kiev prepare for Russian invasion. Uh, yeah. But it didn't start in 2015. It started in... 1945. And the first war after World War II was not Korea. It was 1945 in Ukraine. That's actually in the mainline military history books. But the, the, you know, the Cold War started, an iron curtain has descended down, as Churchill said, over Eastern Europe. And so stay-behind networks that the Nazis had, the U.S. came in. That's why they recruited Adolf Eichmann and, that's, and, and Klaus Barbie and Joseph Mengele and, and all the rest of them was so they could control those networks and try to hold off the Soviets' political coups and overthrows in Eastern Europe. And in some areas, they were successful and most they weren't. But then those stay-behind networks never went away. And so the United States simply reactivated them. And isn't it funny? You can put seeds, almost any plant seed, in a drawer for hundreds of years, and they'll still be good when you plant them. They've dug up papyrus seeds in 3,000-year-old Egyptian tombs that sprout perfectly later. So you wonder why when they put the miracle grow of, of, of an overthrow and a civil war on Ukraine, when Soros did that, that up came up out of the dirt to Soros, beautiful 
comrades he fought with against the Russians in World War II. Beautiful comrades came popping back up because they were just laying there dormant for 75 years under the soil, their, their children and grandchildren. But still, I don't support Putin and what he's done. I know all the facts about it, or a lot of the facts, so I'm the bad man. Because you know, you don't want the public actually knowing the pieces to make their own decision. And my decision is, let's end this war real quick. The West helped start it with Stay Behind Networks. Putin took the bait and came in. It endangers the world. Both sides have arguments. Let's end this now. Like the Pope said, we need peace, we need a deal, we need to stop this right now. And I'm not usually dealing, you know, agreeing with the Pope, or even Biden saying we could have World War III. It, it just, it needs to stop. And instead of being on Ukraine's side, like all the left and the media is calling for World War II, or instead of being on the Russian side saying Putin's perfect and he deserves it all and he's right and let's get behind him and crush, you know, Putin should start leveling cities. He'll show them what to do. No, let's not do any of that. If you had to blame somebody, it's Soros and the left and the globalists. I mean, if you have to pick who started this and who drew first blood and, and who got this all going and, and who po poked the bear over and over again so it would come down the path and step in the bear trap, yeah, it's the globalists, it's the New World Order, it's Barack Obama, it's George Soros. Yes. And they want to suck us into a global crisis that's the pretext for a global social credit score and a cashless society they now admit that is the cover for what two years of COVID tyranny did, destroying the economy. So the war is bad for the people. The war is bad for humans and prosperity and our, and our basic liberties. And so knowledge is the answer. If the people know what's happening, they will live in liberty. If they don't know, they will live in tyranny. And so the answer is seeing the whole thing from a globalist perspective, but being against their agenda understanding what they're doing, but then saying, I'm not going to be part of this. I'm going to find a solution out of this so we don't kill each other and stop with this war model that we can't engage in now because of nuclear weapons and other things. Of course the biolabs are real. Of course all this is insane. The people running our country hate us. They hate us more than the Russians. One thing about being in L.A. for three days, man. I get sick every time I'm there. It was just like allergies, like the, the toxic dust. The... Every time I go there, I, I get a huge headache and just feel like hell. I don't know why I'm going off on a tangent here, but man, beautiful place, a lot of amazing stuff, but man, you don't want to build a big giant city of 10 million people between an ocean and a mountain range that captures all of the particular all there in one spot. But don't worry, toxic cities is the least of our problems with nuclear fallout obviously on its way if we don't turn around very, very, very quickly. Let me get into some more of the headlines here. Oh, how loving. I mentioned this earlier. U.S. sending suicide drones to Ukraine. And what they are is drones that are missile platforms that a one person can carry four or five of them, but the average person carries two in a backpack. They're about two feet long, and they can go out up to five miles and they target the grid. Somebody tells you where the enemy is. You fly out to it. You see where your target, that someone's targeting usually, and then you fly into it. And China's answer is they're sending in, because the Russians are already fighting these. You know, but by the time you hear about it, they were already fighting it. So the Russians don't have as many drones as the Chinese. So word is the Chinese have been flying into Russia tens of thousands of their drones that they were planning to use, these are little drones, for the attack on Taiwan if needed. 
And again, they hover around, they watch, they land on the building, they get solar power, they charge back up, they come and attack. There's a lot of different types of them. Some have got rocket assist to take off, but then use solar. And it's a big problem. And so the robot war is here. I remember 10 years ago telling there's going to be drone wars and all this, oh, you're crazy, and now it's just happening. And overnight, we're now sucked in to oblivion. Enemy of the people. Fake news media begged for war during White House press briefing. We've got this slobbering event as a bunch of women call for war. I thought women were anti-war. Putin claims U.S.'s network of controversial bioweapons labs Ukraine. I love how we're like back to square one. They're there. It's on record they're there. The U.S. government admits they're there. They took over the Soviet labs and expanded them. But because the media then denies it, while the Undersecretary of State, Victoria Nuland, simultaneously admits it, we get caught up in a debate about whether it exists or not as if we can't go out and find the fact that it does. That's called gaslighting. All right, we have the... Man that wrote the U.S. Biological Chemical Weapons Law, former top U.N. prosecutor, Osama Milosevic, and others on the straightaway to break down what's really happening with the bio labs and more. Dr. Francis Boyle, straight ahead. Infowars.com. Tomorrow's news today. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. Hey everybody, confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little-known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We've got really one of the best experts we could have on about this. Dr. Francis Boyle went to Harvard and other universities and got the special degree, PhD. They only hand out once a year. The same one Kissinger got, the same one Kissinger administered. So he got that top view of the Anglo-American uh, globalist arm. And then, of course, he did many other things. He uh, wrote uh, the U.S. Uh, chemical and then later biological uh, weapons laws then was instrumental in the UN treaties as well. He was the lead uh, UN uh, also prosecutor in some of the biggest war crimes cases ever, including Sullivan Milosevic. His pedigree is known. We don't need to go over it here uh, because there's a lot to cover in the 45 minutes that we have here with him today. But to give a really real politic uh, or 35,000 foot view of, of, of what the globalists are seeing or what's really happening there, I wanted to get him on. He's also an expert on biological weapons labs. I'm very frustrated in that I have hundreds of articles admitting that Obama and others went and basically refurbished these Soviet-era labs. It was in the Washington Post. It was everywhere. It's not debatable. And then Victoria Newland comes out last week, uh, again, the Deputy Secretary of State and the Ukraine expert, as they call her, and admits that the labs are there. But, 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 and then the media simultaneously says they don't exist. We made them up. Uh, and then you're a Russian agent if you say they exist. And then, oh, but the Russians have seized two of them that don't exist. Uh, USA Today and CNN saying they're going to attack us with them, but they don't exist. And so it just seems like we've entered a land of beyond beyond the Tea Party and Alice in Wonderland. I mean, this this is just, seems to me not just propaganda, but a disconnected, incompetent State Department and White House. I mean, you've got, you've got Biden not knowing who he is. You've got the, 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 the vice president saying uh, that Ukraine is NATO, will defend NATO. Uh, and then Biden saying that Iran has attacked uh, Ukraine and that Russia has attacked Russia. I mean, this is really scary. Uh, may- maybe it's not incompetence. Maybe it's something else. Uh, but but uh, this is wild. We have the CIA stay behind networks. Uh, the CIA now bragging in Yahoo News that they've been fighting the Russians uh, since 2014, which we knew and told you from our sources. But now that's admitted. Uh, so it looks to me like Putin walked into a provocation and miscalculated and walked into a bear trap. Uh, I mean, I'm not lionizing Putin, but I know why he did it. And, and so does Dr. Francis Boyle. Give us a 35,000 view, view. We'll get into all the details like you love to do next segment. But just, just as an American, as a law professor, you know, a, a, as a person that obviously doesn't want nuclear war in, in, in six minutes to break, what is your synopsis? If you were briefing the world, you are briefing millions right now, about the some knowledge of what you would call this sleepwalking into Armageddon, or what is it? Well, Alex, thank you very much for having me. I have my best to your viewing audience. <clears throat> yes, it's, uh, uh, as I see it, we really have to start with the uh, promises made by Secretary of State Jim Baker and many of the uh, other NATO leaders that if Secretary General Gorbachev agreed to the uh, unification of, uh, of Germany, uh, NATO would not move to the uh, east. But once uh, Clinton got, got in there, they proceeded to expand uh, NATO to the east. The promises that Baker and the other European leaders made to Gorbachev were binding under international law. High-level officials who give uh, solemn assurances acting within their sca- scope of authority can bind their states under international law. It's a basic principle of international law. Even the uh, Russian lawyers know it. I've, I've been over there 
lecturing to them and things of this nature. So Ukraine was part of this project. And uh, what we saw in 2014 was Obama-Biden <clears throat> launch a uh, coup d'etat against a democratically elected government uh, in Ukraine, the Yanukovych government. And uh, Newland, as you know, had a critical role to play. Uh, those uh, tapes were released uh, bragging that uh, the United States had put at least $5 billion into this uh, clearly uh, illegal coup d'etat. And then uh, we effectively established a uh, neo-Nazi uh, regime over there uh, in uh, Ukraine, uh, right sector, Azov brigades, many others uh, whose descent goes back directly uh, to collaboration with, with Hitler and the Nazis when they occupied Ukraine. And then we pre proceeded to arm, equip, supply, train, uh, finance, and uh, uh, direct these people uh, until, you know, until today. Uh, Biden's now arming them. To give you an example, then, the uh, front lines at uh, Donbass, uh, where the Azov Brigade, these Nazis of the Azov uh, Brigade, uh, were besieging uh, Donetsk and Lugansk, uh, they're only uh, 460 kilometers from Stalingrad. Now, I have visited Stalingrad, I've toured Stalingrad, and, and the genocidal bestiality of the uh, Nazi army uh, uh, at Stalingrad literally took my, my breath away. Now, in uh, uh, December, as you know, the Russian government submitted two treaties to NATO and to the Biden administration. I've read them. I won't go through all of them here. There was a wish list. Okay. But the bottom line was uh, 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 Russia wanted assurances that Ukraine was not going to join NATO uh, and uh, that NATO would not expand, say, to Moldova and uh, Georgia, which are right there uh, to, uh, in this uh, area. And for two months, uh, the uh, uh, former Mr. Laval fruitlessly negotiated with the Biden administration uh, over this, and uh, Biden refused, absolutely refused, uh, to make these uh, assurances, which he should have given because they were required by the promises that Jim Baker had made for uh, Bush Sr. <clears throat> and uh, I think even today, uh, I'm in favor of stopping the war, it could be stopped today if President Biden were to get up and announce and say publicly, yes, uh, Ukraine will not be joining uh, NATO and NATO will not be expanding to the east in uh, uh, Georgia, Moldova or elsewhere. And the rest we're prepared to negotiate, certainly uh, over uh, uh, removing U.S. nuclear weapons for Europe where they are there in five countries in violation of the 1968 Non-Proliferation Treaty. And also we will negotiate over so-called uh, ABMs uh, in, in Poland and Romania that definitely threaten Russia and can be uh, immediately converted into uh, offensive uh, systems. And Dr. Boyle, so let's I talk about this. I mean, everybody understands that if, if Russia moved troops into Mexico on the U.S. border, we'd go to war with them in a matter of weeks not a matter of years. 
And so it is true that all these treaties expired. The U.S. did not want to negotiate and let them expire. And so Putin saw this again is, wow, they've cut all their Cold War era and post-Cold War nuclear agreements. They're going to war with us. I mean, for people that aren't a diplomat like you, a top diplomat, former diplomat, that's a major provocation. I want to get your take on that when we come back and talk about where this is all going. But yeah, the U.S. and Europe have gotten on a war footing with Russia, put troops on their border, committed war crimes in Russian ethnic areas, and the Russians doubled down and invaded, and now they're caught in a trap. This is the stuff nuclear war is made of. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. grow up reading about ancient battles and wars and famines and catastrophes. And then you read about World War I and World War II and Korea and Vietnam and altogether millions and millions of dead people, millions dead at Stalingrad alone that Dr. Boyle was just talking about earlier. And you just ask, could it happen again? And the answer is, well, certainly. We've gone longer now without a major war of World War II proportions for 75, almost 80 years. And People that have lived under relative freedom so long, like here in the United States, really have a normalcy bias because you've never experienced something like this. Well, I'm experiencing this for the first time in my life, but Dr. Boyle is not a Russophile. I mean, he ran the prosecution of Slovo Milosevic and that whole situation, but he knows the Russians and he's written the U.S. law on this and helped write the U.N. law. And, And I wanted to ask him too about stay behind networks and the CIA bragging what we already knew that since at least 2014, when the Soros and the State Department bragged they overthrew an elected government, which is illegal, what the CIA always does, that they have been shelling and attacking that almost completely Russian-held area that previous to Lenin handing it over had always been part of Russia. And so that's that buffer zone. And so as a former top war crimes prosecutor, am I wrong in saying what the United States and, and, and what Obama, and then Trump, by the way, continued it, authorizing it, attacking those civilians, is that not a war crime? Of course, Alex. Um, indeed, at the time with the uh, attack on uh, Donetsk, I gave interviews uh, in Lugansk saying it's, this is ethnic cleansing. Uh, 
almost tantamount to uh, genocide, what was being done here by these uh, neo-Nazi uh, formations over there in Ukraine that we uh, put in power. We have to understand that, you know, from the Russian perspective, certainly President Putin's perspective, this is the Cuban Missile Crisis in reverse. And JFK was fully prepared to uh, invade Cuba it, it, to take out those uh, Soviet missiles if a negotiated agreement had not been reached. Fortunately, it was uh, after uh, 13 days. Well, in this case, uh, uh, the Russian government tried to negotiate with the Biden administration for two months and got nowhere, nowhere at all on their main demand uh, that uh, Ukraine not join NATO and be neutral. And indeed, even uh, Foreign Minister Lavrov said, well, if, if the Americans agreed to that, we could try to negotiate on everything else. They refused. Biden is still refusing today. As I said, Biden, in, instead of the uh, uh, weapons that Biden announced yesterday, you know, a billion more dollars to add fuel uh, to the flames, Biden could have just come out publicly and said, yes, you, Ukraine will not join uh, NATO and we're prepared to negotiate a neutrality status uh, for Ukraine. That would block uh, the uh, uh, roadblocks right there. Instead, it seems to me, uh, Biden is using the Ukraine and the Ukrainians as cannon fodder uh, to bring down uh, the uh, Putin government and destabilize uh, Russia. Uh, this is pursuant to the uh, longstanding Brzezinski uh, plan. Uh, I went through the exact same PhD program at Harvard that, that produced uh, Brzezinski uh, before me. And Brzezinski, it is well known, wanted to uh, crack up uh, uh, Russia uh, into its uh, constituent uh, units. And uh, that's pretty much what's going on here. Brzezinski was the guru for the Democratic Party, going back to President Carter. Uh, he was the uh, uh, mentor to uh, Obama uh, at uh, Columbia. He uh, was in charge of foreign affairs, defense policies for the Obama campaign. So this is really the ghost, the the ghost of Zbigniew Brzezinski. I believe so. Yes. And you have to understand that Biden and all the Bidenites work for Brzezinski, sorry, work for Obama and Brzezinski put them in power. Uh, all his uh, acolytes, protégés, etc. Uh, he put into the Obama administration for eight years, and now these same people are back, but they've all been promoted. Let me ask you this question. It's a simple one, but it's, it's also super complex, so probably hard to quantify down to a, a slogan, but is this incompetence, or is it incompetence running a previous plan to trick Russia into a new Cold War proxy war like Afghanistan, but this isn't Afghanistan, this is Europe. I mean, this is a disaster, obviously, for Russia and the rest of the world. What would you call this that's going on? The, the, the West picking a fight with Russia? These people know exactly what they're doing, uh, Alex. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, White House chief of staff, Ron Klain, uh, was behind me at Harvard Law School. Jake Sullivan went to uh, uh, Yale Law School. Uh, the Secretary of State, Blinken, went to Columbia Law School, <laughs> the three three top law schools in the country. They know exactly what they're doing, uh, and they 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 have triggered a plan 
Uh, and as I said, they are using Ukraine and the Ukrainians as a battering ram against uh, the Putin government and against the uh, Russian Federation. Well, as well, well, I totally yes. agree that this is premeditated, and so it makes the West the bad guys. Even if Putin is starting to, to you know, try not to commit atrocities, but he's going to have to. It, it looks like as this as this continues on. Well, let me ask you this: How do you see this gut level ending right now? Putin, I can't save face unless he gets some type of deal. Looks like deals aren't coming. Uh, he's going to have to escalate somehow to try to defeat these embedded Nazi forces that are are hiding behind women and children. That's confirmed. I mean, how does he thread that needle when all the Western propaganda is against him? I really don't know, Alex. Um, there's this 15-point uh, peace plan. They say they're making progress on it, but understand these are negotiations between the Russian government and Zelensky government, and he's our puppet. He does exactly what we tell him to do. So the real decisions come out of Biden and, and the White House. And right now, I have seen no indication that Biden and the White House uh, uh, want to see this stopped. That's that's what concerns me. Well, I want to talk about the bioweapon labs. You're the, really the expert on that. But the few minutes before break... What can we as a population do to try to de-escalate this and stop this? I see what the Pope is saying is, is positive and other leaders saying we don't want World War III. Tulsi Gabbard is being attacked for calling for peace. But I think we have to ignore the warmongers and, you know, uh, stand up and protest. Right. I think we have to demand that Biden himself publicly proclaim that Ukraine will not join NATO, that uh, they were are prepared with Russia to negotiate a neutral status uh, for Ukraine along the lines of Austria, Sweden, or Switzerland. That that can be done tomorrow. It can be done now today. But again, yesterday Biden called for another billion dollars of uh, high tech weapons. So that is the problem right there. That it does not appear. Uh, Biden and the Bidenites want to uh, negotiate in good faith with the uh, Russian government. And is that not, I'm not trying to pile on the U.S. government, because it's obviously, though, like an out-of-control, corrupt, anti-American force, but isn't it a war crime to hand out $800 million mainly of switchblade drones to civilians and just let them have uh, the super high-tech, plastic explosive-tipped, two-foot-long rockets to fly around and kill whoever they want. I mean, that, that I mean, that sounds like handing out plastic explosive or hand grenades to three-year-olds at, at, at their preschool. I mean, is that on a war crime to dump a high-tech weapon like that on a population? It depends on where they're going to use those weapons. If, if they use those weapons on civilian population centers, we're aiding and abetting war crimes, right? And by the way, Biden is already doing this now uh, down in uh, Yemen, uh, against the uh, Houthi population, we are arming, equipping, supplying uh, the <laughs> the dictators there in uh, Saudi Arabia uh, to uh, to inflict these atrocities on on Yemenis. Uh, so you know, so much uh, for Biden's concern for uh, democracy. All right, Dr. Boyle, right. stay there. We'll come right back. A riotous mob, whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. Insurrection. We will follow the facts wherever they lead. Domestic terrorists. The days of independent media are numbered. The government has made it illegal to oppose them. 
They are now debanking us behind the scenes. They want to bankrupt us and make us go away quietly. With practically half the population wanting to lock the unvaccinated up in camps, the traitors know they can shut us down by force. But that would accelerate the awakening exponentially. So be it. Make them silence us by force. This is the final battle of the information war. Give now. Buy products. Donate. Before everything changes, we need you to carry us through to the end. Victory or death. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com. With the world awakening, I think what's important that we rise to momentum right now, take advantage of this moment. And I've always an idea that something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in LA or Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, InfoWars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest route, or whatever. Brother, I'm so glad you called. Elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall or to put a sticker on your car or banner hangs over highways and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, arrest Fauci, arrest Fauci, the vaccine is poison. There's kinds of things. I say just keep it short, keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci, arrest Bill Gates, the COVID vax is Poison, beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris, in Atlanta. I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Gentlemen, this is breaking news. National Ukrainian television with major pundits yesterday invoked Nazi leaders calling for killing every Russian, including their children, because, quote, if you wipe out the youth, they can never grow up to fight you again. Ukrainian TV host calls for genocide of Russian children. But it gets worse. Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's just gone live at Infowars.com. There's a video of it. We were doing the German translation. But he's speaking to them in German, because a lot of them are, speak German-type dialects, talking about how his father fought the Russians and how they're fighting today. So they're not even thinly veiling this now. I mean, this is just like Twilight Zone. And his dad did fight at Stalingrad and did actually fight in these areas uh, and was in the SS and, and highly decorated as well. So... Dr. Francis Boyle, again, author of the U.S. Biological Weapons Laws, Chemical Laws, former top U.N. war crimes prosecutor. This has reached twilight zone proportions now with Schwarzenegger coming out and saying this. I mean, this is really refighting World War II, it looks like. Well, Alex, uh, you're right that, you know, we, as I said before, we did install a neo-Nazi regime in uh, in Kiev, direct descendants of the uh, Ukrainians who uh, collaborated with uh, Hitler and the Nazis. And uh, you're free to correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, the United States government in the past has uh, covertly uh, cooperated with Nazis going back to uh, Operation Paperclip. But again, to the best of my knowledge, this is uh, really what's going on in Ukraine. It is, 100%. We have uh, openly, overtly, and proudly 
armed, equipped, supplied, trained, financed, and directed uh, Nazis in a Nazi regime. You mentioned Leningrad, uh, well, Stalingrad. I I toured the front lines at Leningrad, uh, where the Nazis starved to death a uh, a million uh, Russians. I've been toured the front lines at Moscow, and that was right at the, uh, uh, the, the, the the Nazis got right near the end of the trolley line into Moscow. And then, of course, uh, Stalingrad, uh, where I was greatly honored to pay a tribute to the uh, defenders and victims there uh, at Stalingrad. The, the savagery there, the Nazis just took my breath away. So you can understand, the, you know, the Russians lost the Soviet Union, 25 million people to Nazis. So, of course, they're they're not going to tolerate a Nazi regime right on their borders, armed, equipped, supplied, trained by the United States and NATO and being used against them. Sure. What do you make of Schwarzenegger crawling out from under his rock to talk about you know his father fighting Russians and he stands with Ukraine? I mean, you literally have the son of an SS officer who did do what he said he did, literally out showboating right now. This is bizarre. Yeah, I mean, years ago, I think uh, Schwarzenegger said said something publicly. Well, there were good things about Hitler and the Nazis. They told Rolling Stone that I admire Hitler, yeah. Right, and uh, my youngest son at the time asked me about that, and I just said, son, the Nazi party here in America has publicly threatened to kill me, so uh, don't forget that. And I, that was my answer to my son. So, uh, well, there's my, definitely a weird Nazi call. And let's be honest, Putin's uh, Wagner group, which is a paramilitary that does a bunch of stuff, the head of that's a Nazi. And, and he's fighting the, the, the uh, Ukrainians right now. So obviously the biggest group of them is in Ukraine, but the, the Russians have got them too. I mean, I don't get how you can have any Russians after 20 plus million got killed uh, supporting Hitler. There's Gustav Schwarzenegger with a Hitler mustache. I mean, he was so pro-Hitler, he had a Hitler mustache. I mean, I just can't make this up. Well, Alex, we've discussed this before at the uh, uh, start of the uh, COVID uh, pandemic. This is a Nazi uh, mentality that is finally uh, coming out a generation after World War II. Right. The Nazis have won. That's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. All right, so let's. And the most important point you're here for, and I appreciate your time. I'm sorry I got here late today. I had emergency stuff to deal with. The chemical situation, uh, they're saying the Russians are going to launch a chemical attack with no evidence of that. That looks like another Syrian red line to me. I want your view on that. And, and then the bio labs, just the long and short of that, because you're one of the top experts on that. Right, Alex, this goes back. I, I know we have a short period of time. If you can hold five minutes over. That's fine, too, but go ahead. Okay, good, because there's background here. I mean, we just can't uh, say, well, what's going on now today? Back in uh, uh, 1985, at the request of the Council for Responsible Genetics, I gave a congressional uh, briefing on the Hill against the Reagan administration and its neocons abusing DNA genetic engineering for the purpose of research, development, testing and stockpiling for use, biological weapons. And at that time, I called for U.S. domestic implementing legislation to make this a crime. I then proceeded to draft that legislation. Uh, and with the council, we lobbied it through Congress. And it, my, my legislation, the uh, Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989, 
was passed unanimously by uh, both houses of the United States Congress, signed into law by President George Bush Sr. with the approval of the Department of Justice because I put life imprisonment in there. Uh, and that's how long I've been uh, working against uh, U.S. biological weapons and biological weapons by other uh, governments around the world. We've talked about the Wuhan BSL-4 being China's uh, Fort Detrick, and I've been very candid uh, about that. So, yes, these reports coming out of uh, Ukraine today uh, are fully consistent with the United States government supporting biological warfare uh, against Russia. And if you take a look at the map, you'll see large numbers of uh, uh, biological uh, warfare weapons surrounding uh, China. Uh, so, yes, I, I've read the reports. They certainly sound uh, credible uh, to me. The uh, uh, Russian ambassador has said he's going to produce a detailed uh, memorandum uh, before the Security Council. Uh, I've instructed my uh, research assistant to keep an eye out for that, and I will, I will read it. But yes, there's the map, right. Those are offensive biological warfare weapons facilities. They've been bought and paid for by the Pentagon itself. You know, the Pentagon does not engage in missionary activity. They kill people. And that's why those uh, are there. Uh, I have no doubt about that in my mind. Indeed, uh, 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 earlier, uh, I gave interviews to Russian news media about American sources over there harvesting uh, the DNA uh, of uh, materials of Russians. And they asked me why. And I said, simple, because they're going to try to create an ethnic-specific biological warfare uh, weapon uh, against Russians if they can figure it out. Now, I'm not saying they have, uh, but there's, you know, there's previous history of the U.S. government doing this. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Dick Cheney bragged in a major PNAC statement that the U.S. should develop and had developed race-specific bioweapons. Right. This is the neocon uh, agenda. And Newland uh, is a part of that that just uh, spilled the beans here, sure. And you and also Newland, went to the, you have a degree in the, from the Chicago Business School, the same. So you've got a double degree from the Chicago Business School and, and from Harvard, the special PhD. There's only one a year where they read you into this. Well, no, I, I, I didn't, I did get into the uh, University of Chicago Business School, but uh, uh, as a, after uh, two years in the college there, but I decided business was not for me. Sure, I just knew that you got a bird's eye view like almost nobody else that's, that, that didn't go along with them. Right, well, I do have a J.D. Magna Cum Laude from Harvard Law School, yeah. as well as that AM and Ph.D., right. Um, but but the bottom line is... But, but I mean, uh, the bottom line is, correct me if I'm wrong, the Chicago Business School is extremely fascist. That's correct. And I said, I got in there after two years uh, in uh, college there, and, and basically the whole University of Chicago, where I graduated at the top of my class, they're all uh, Straussian uh, neocons, and uh, Leo Strauss's uh, mentor and sponsor in Germany was Carl Schmidt, who was the leading Nazi law professor of his day, uh, who justified every hideous atrocity Hitler and the Nazis inflicted on everyone, including the Jews. And, and to yes. explain this, the West, the U.S. and England defeated Hitler. There was a major strain of that here that had kind of really come from the U.K. and the U.S., that is now just constantly reinfecting, there's a fascist model. And, and, and the moral is fascism didn't come from Germany. 
Hitler just adopted what Mussolini was doing, and that got adopted here to a certain extent. Well, I had a good friend who uh, uh, attended all of the uh, Nuremberg uh, prosecutions and edited the 10-volume series on Nuremberg judgments, who's an expert on this, no longer with us. And he said that, uh, in his opinion, uh, in order to defeat the Nazis, we had to become like the Nazis. Stay there. Incredible. Back in two minutes. The powerful combination of both vitamin C and zinc are great stepping stones to leading a healthier life. InfoWars has made it easier to make sure you are getting enough in your system with a supplement that contains both. This InfoWars life offering vitamin C plus zinc with rose hips should be your next purchase from the InfoWars store. The rose hips contained within are a part of the rose flower just below the petals that contain the rose plant seeds. Natural chemicals found in the hips may even be helpful for a variety of health conditions, including those with osteoarthritis and for those with pain after surgery, studies have shown. As for vitamin C and zinc themselves, you probably already know that they play an important role in nutrition, immune defense, and the maintenance of your everyday health. It has been reported that intake of both is often inadequate, even in affluent populations like here in America. So next time you visit, be sure to check it out at InfoWarsStore.com, where we promise our rose hips don't lie. 